Good morning and welcome to AC23. I'm your host, Pam Bordelon, and I've got a full house this morning. We have London Herring, who's the Director of Visual Arts here at the Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge. We have Matt Bashirs, who is one of our Visual Artist members, as well as David Coors, who's another one of our Visual Artist members. And they are part of our Members Plus exhibit, which is now open at the Shell Gallery here at the Cary Suraj Community Arts Center. So welcome, everybody. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. So London, tell us a little bit about the exhibit this year so uh this is gonna be the third year that the uh, members exhibit has been up and running uh, initially called members only it was reserved for only mem- visual artist members of the arts council um and i just kind of wanted to reinvigorate it this year and put a new twist on it so i offered it up to any local artist who wanted to participate um and i think i've kind of pushed a little bit more membership which is exciting yes. um but yeah it's uh, it's about roads this year the full title is members plus all roads lead to the Cary Siraj Community Arts Center. It's a mouthful, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's basically, it, talks, or it, it shows exactly what everyone thinks about all the time. No matter who you are, you probably have, you got to get somewhere you need to be. And the roads around here, topic of conversation for everyone around, if you ask me. So uh, yeah. yeah, that's kind of the inspiration for okay. it. And only going to become more of a topic of conversation Truly. when they start construction of the bridge and parts thereof. Exactly. So, um, Matt, we'll start with you. We'll go down. That will be alphabetical, so I don't show play favorites here. So, tell me a little bit about you and how you became an artist and what you're, what you what you do. Well, it's kind of a circuitous journey, but um, I was as a child, I drew a lot, was very active, but then growing up in a small town as a teenager, I kind of put that on the back burner due to peer pressure and not being the the cool thing to do. Yeah. But then when I went to school in a big city. It um, opened my eyes, and I dove right in, and and really took up the arts with the, uh, with full full capacity. Okay, so what little town did you grow up in? In Port Arthur. Port Arthur. Okay, so you're a Texas boy. Right. How did you end up in Baton Rouge? Well, I um, ended up uh, teaching at LSU Eunice, and then taking classes at LSU. So uh, this was a good good location for me. Okay, so what is your what is your media? What do you, how do I, how do you express your artistic bent? I paint, but then I also do digital collages where I uh, combine different images into one and then I print them and then um, uh, repurpose them once they they get printed. So I put um, pastel uh, pencil color and paint on them. Okay. So what what creation have you done? For, for the Members Plus show this year? My work uh, for the show is called um, Sunrise Over Siraj, and what it is is a composite of a picture of the uh, Atchafalaya Basin Bridge leading right up to the Siraj Center and a, a sunrise behind it. Okay. I can't wait to go. I'm going to have to go walk out of here and go check it out. I haven't <laughs> been, able, been able to get in the gallery yet to go see it. So kind of what was what is your... What inspired you? Kind of give me a little bit of a background on that. Well, my initial um, intention was to do a, a bridge um, composite and have the bridge somehow leading to the Siraj Center, but I never could get it to work correctly. And then it, I, I thought about, I'd seen pictures of the Basin Bridge before and kind of leading off on the horizon. Mm-hmm. And I thought that would be a, a great thing to combine with the Siraj Center. So... I um, put those photographs together. 
Okay. Well, kind of like being on the bridge, you can't get there from here. So right. yes, that makes perfect sense that right. you got a you had a stumbling block there. Right. <laughs> okay. So David, tell us a little bit about you and how you got because I know you from television. Well, yes, but I started uh, <laughs> photography. My dad had a Graflex, which is a nice camera. Yep. Uh, and he did his own um, work and enlarging and everything, but that was when I was really small, so that caught my eye. And then as I grew up, I liked the Polaroid camera because it was so instant. And um, it's as they say, the more pictures you take, the more you learn. So I've just been taking pictures for a long time. Yeah. So what is it? Do you do black and white color? Um, I don't really have an area of expertise, so to speak. Um, if something catches my eye, I, I take the picture. Mm -hmm. Then I go back and look at it, and there could be something else in that picture that really jumps out, like the one I have here, uh, rigging. Okay. And it's black and white. It was a color, but it's black and white. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's an Easter egg in it, and I'll show it to you. Okay. Um, but it's stark, contrasty, and I, I really like it. Okay. So what is it, like you said, the Easter egg, what is it about photography? Because a lot of times you'll take a picture and you think you see something, and then you, when you develop it or tweak on it, you find something else. What is it that kind of captures your... Um, well, I, I do like landscapes, um, but I do macro photography. Okay. Which, you know, can bring a world to you that you don't see unless you really get close. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you can layer images, uh, focus layering, so that you can take more than one picture and it's all in focus mm -hmm. when you stack them together and you get a, actually an image you can't see with the camera until you do these types of things. Yeah. I've shot some astronomy, so I, I, I like to shoot a wide range of things. Do you shoot film or digital? Um, it's all digital, except I've gotten back into film. Okay. Um, I have an old Kodak. Uh, 35 millimeter film camera that I've shot some with, and it you. I started with a Nikon F mm -hmm. film, <laughs> and you forget the instant that you shoot with the digital. Now oh, I can look at the picture. Yeah, <laughs> can't do that with film. No, you can't. <laughs> so it 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 actually tweaks your you know your eye a little bit. You have mm -hmm. to pay a little more attention to what you're doing because yeah. every click of the camera, it's gone. Yeah, and you you know. It's, it's interesting. I'm going back into film a little bit to see what I can do with that. Okay. And it's difficult to buy some film now. Yeah. But Kodak is pretty good. Okay. Uh, and then if you get on a list in some of the stores, they'll say, oh, we have this film in now. Okay. Certain low ASA yeah. numbers. And stuff. So that's so how, how has – I know how it's changed for photography because I dabble enough in that. But how has things like digital, how has that changed art? It's. Uh, I actually studied photography in in college, and um, but I was never good in the dark room, so <laughs> I ended up manipulating my my photographs um, after I'd printed them, and and so um, the uh, work that I have in the show is not that far removed from the processes that I I took back then, other than the images created entirely in the computer now instead mm -hmm. of. Uh, worked out in the dark room. Yeah. Has it given you a lot more uh, of an avenue to express yourself? Absolutely. I think, you know, the availability of, of images 
on the internet as well as the ability to take pictures with your camera phone and have you know take uh, whereas i think what he was referring to when you used to have a you buy a roll of film that had 12 exposures on it and you had to kind of make every one of them count <laughs> yeah. and now now you can just shoot away and shoot away yeah you can shoot thousands of pictures. You and can find the right one. But then you have to go back and look at they, all. Yeah, yeah that's they, true. Therein, therein lies that's the bugaboo. Then you have to sort through and those you thousands the of professional pictures. photographers. Every chance they get, they're culling. Yeah. Between shots and stuff, looking at the back of their camera and going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get rid of this one. Get rid of this one. Otherwise, you'll drown at the end of the day. So, David, I know you. Your father was an artist. Right. He did. Um, he was a potter. Potter. So the old potter. The old potter. Got, got to put a plug in. <laughs> so did you always have an artistic kind of a leaning? No. No? No, mm -hmm. I, uh, I'm more technical, mm -hmm. which is why I embrace the photography. And then sometimes the, what art there is in me tends to come out like this piece I have here. Mm -hmm. And there's some other things that I've done that kind of surprise me after I go away and come back to it, oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I'm shooting it and editing, I'm too close to it. Okay. Literally. You have to because sit. Because it's in front of me. Yeah. But you go away and come back, and I do that now more when I edit. I'll go away and just literally clear my mind, do something else, and go back again and say, oh, I see something now, or that's great, don't touch it. Yeah. It's kind of so, like editing copy. You write it. Write it. And then you have to leave it alone for a little bit. Right, and but come then when back. you go back and read it, it's oh, this is obvious that I need to do this. Yeah, or that. I need to tweak on this a little right, bit. Right. Yeah. So Matt, were you always? Did you always like drawing? And do you have artists in your family tree? I I don't actually. My um, father was a businessman, and I ended up pursuing business for you know thirty plus years of my life, and worked in uh, finance and real estate and other other. Um, avenues of, of that type um, but then I um, moved to East Texas to help him with a, a real estate project mm -hmm. and had a lot of free time on my hands um, after hours and so that's when I jumped back into my art practice and started painting daily and okay. and um, started developing from there. Okay so do you are you like a full-time artist now or do you still dabble in real estate and stuff? Uh, a little little bit of real estate, but um, mainly I, I teach um, art at uh, an, a gallery here in town. And um, we had, I think, about 150 kids go through camp this summer. Oh, so wow. I taught about 80% of the classes. So I've been, been busy with that. Yes, teaching. you have. <laughs> so, and then I teach, like I still teach at LSUE as well. But okay. ironically, I teach accounting and business there and not, not art. <laughs> and so. not art. So you use both sides of your brain, I do, don't fully, you? Fully. <laughs> so David, when you're not doing photography, what does David like to do? Retired. <laughs> retired? You like retired? Yeah. Uh, I do a lot of photography. Um, we moved not two years ago to our new where we live now, and that's taken up some of our time. Um, just, just different things. I been known to do a little acting, huh? I don't know if you'd call it acting. <laughs> I, I like to do extra work. You, portray, you work. portray characters. How about that? Right, that's good. You know, I, I like doing that, and that always. But if, now that going to New Orleans, NCIS is gone. I used to do a lot of those, mm -hmm. uh, and there's some things 
I just, it doesn't pay to drive to New Orleans. The time you burn the gas and everything. So the things that are around Baton Rouge, I like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking about multiple uh, layers of art and things, sometimes now I take a picture and I've dabbled in blowing it up and then adding an acrylic mm. to the picture. Uh-huh. Um, that's just something that's out there that I'm, I'm playing with a little bit. Okay. Okay. So what is it about being able to do that? What, how does that speak to your soul? Because, I mean, I, I know I have, I have to write. I'm not a nice person to be around if I can't write. <laughs> so what is it about being able to touch that part of your spirit that keeps you on an even keel, do you think? Whoever wants to go well, first. <laughs> like my dad, when he did pottery, he would go and just lose himself in the pottery. Mm-hmm. And the day would fly by because I did some work with him, and it's like my photos and going to shooting and editing. You can literally remove yourself from everything else. Yeah. And uh, just just enjoy what you're doing, and that's that's my hobby. I mean, yeah. it, you know, I, I don't know that I'd want to make it a profession because then it's work. Yeah. But it's a great hobby, yeah. and uh, tries to get in touch with what little bit of art I have in me. Yeah. How about you, Matt? Oh, I I would follow on with what he said. I think um, you know, getting into the the flow state of creativity, you you get lost, and uh, it's uh, a blissful time. So it really, really is great when you can you can get to that. Yeah. So London, what what all is involved? I mean, how do you curate a show? What, well, I mean, that's that's a tall order to you really want to know, Pammy. <laughs> I uh, I do this fun thing, like, I mean, it all is eventually going to look good in the end, but <laughs> at the end of the day, <laughs> is I, I just like to make things look pretty. So I put things that I think look good next to each other, um, and my gallery is a unique space. It's triangular. I have three movable walls, so there's really only a, a certain amount of like configurations I can do with that room, so mm-hmm. it's always a very tall order to see where I'm going to put the movable walls. Um, but yeah, I mean, curating, it's kind of something I don't think about at all. I Being, being an artist, or an ex-artist, I guess, um, I guess that's kind of where I'm putting all of my artistic energy now is arranging and organizing art, which is two of my favorite things. So, <laughs> so how did you, I mean, how, how do you, how do you choose because people submitted stuff. So how do you choose what goes into mm-hmm. an exhibit? Yeah. So for this show, I actually got 36 submissions and I want to say I have 28 artists represented in the show. Um, and it all kind of boiled down to the prompt itself. Um, mm-hmm. If what that artist submitted applied to the prompt, um, if it would coalesce with the other works that were in the show that did apply to the prompt. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really, I was really just prompt, like prompt heavy with this show because I just really, I really wanted to see what people had to say. Cause I know everyone's thinking it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been pleasantly surprised. So. Okay. So the opening reception is coming up. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so we're going to have the opening reception on August 17th uh, from 5.30 to 7.30 in the Shell Gallery here at the Cary Siraj Community Arts Center. Uh, we always have a little popcorn, a little beer, a little wine, um, and we'll do a little special recognition for our artist members as well because, well, we wouldn't be here without them. That's right. <laughs> so everybody... Circle that on your calendar. Be sure to join us. What else? We, we, this is one of our favorite ex- exhibitions we do every year is the members' exhibit. So what else is coming up? We got You've got a 
pretty good full slight coming up for the rest of the year. For so the rest of exhibition, surprisingly, we we're gonna have a, a pretty uh, pretty exciting last two shows to conclude the year. So whenever members goes down on September thirteenth, we're gonna have the quilts of Mustafa Romley that will be going up. It's a Moroccan artist uh, who uses a screen printing technique uh, to to. Um, Oh my lord, I can't think of the word to screen print images on a quilt. Um, and uh, that will be up until I think October 21st. And then we'll conclude the year with the art of Dr. Charles Smith. He's a Hammond born uh, African American veteran artist, he's a, uh, a sculptor. He is, if you look him up, he's a very interesting character. Yes, so. he is. Yes, yeah. he is. <laughs> so it's going to be, we're going to go out the year with the bang. Yes. With yes, the bang. Yes, yes. So we are located downtown, and London mentioned the odd shape of our building. We're also known as the Triangle Building. Uh, so it's a, it's a beautiful facility, and our gallery is kind of a really unique space. And London dresses it up pretty with some really cool exhibits. Thank you. And we hope you'll join us. And guys, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Uh, Circle your calendars. Aside from the uh, opening of the the official opening of the Members Plus exhibit, Uh, coming up, Theater Baton Rouge has Alice in Wonderland on stage now. So get your tickets to that. Uh, Sullivan Theater out in Central has Neil Neil Simon's Rumors, which opens August the 18th. And then uh, Playmakers is doing Disney's High School Musical, also opening August the 18th, uh, 18th that weekend, 18th to the 20th, and then again the weekend of the 25th through the 27th. Coming up... uh, here at the art, we're gearing up for the Louisiana Art Summit, which is going to be three days of everything you ever wanted to know about how to make your art world better. Uh, everything from artificial intelligence, I think, to marketing and PR and all points in between. It's going to be a really jam packed three days of fun. Uh, Live After Five is kicking off in September. This fall is going to be off the charts. Live After Five is coming up in September, followed by Sunday in the Park in October. Perkins Row has their big Thursday night rock and row. So get your lawn chairs ready. You can hang outside. Hopefully we won't be 120 degrees outside soon. (laughs) That will go away and we can take a breather. But we appreciate you joining us here for AC23 and we hope you'll join us again next Sunday. Bye.